Basal Platform on C90.7 and that was Marina and the Diamonds with Fruit um, and we're talking to Chris today who is our videoer for the YouTube <laughs> channel. I'm going to keep calling you that. Um, videographer. Videographer. Yeah. Yep. Verse. Verse. That's, been a, that's been a fancy, a fancy word. Yes. <laughs> it sounds good though. Yes, yes, it does. So we are talking to you today about synesthesia. Mm. So I think we should start the discussion by asking, what is it? What is this? What is synesthesia? What is this thing? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, when I, when I've mentioned it to people, they've been like, oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I think I have some odd disease growing out of me. Um, so synesthesia is, um, Basically, here, uh, or not here. Well, you have re- you receive a sensory input of some sort, and it um you receive that sense and you interpret that sense, and you also interp- interpret it with another one of your senses or like other ways of interpreting things cognitively. Yeah. In your brain, so mm. it could vary from like me who um I. Hear, I hear sound and also experience it as colour um, in visuals in a lot, vi- visuals that I can distinguish between um, a, like actual vision around me. Yeah. Um, or say you could... So it can involve any sense such as taste, um, like touch, like feeling certain sensations. Really? Yeah. Um, pretty much any sense you can think of and kind of be. Mm-hmm. And also um, there's uh, the gra- the grapheme part, which in grapheme is, means letters or sounds or of words. So um, Marina the Diamonds, um, she can, or Marina Diamondis, she can also um, see colours in the days of the week. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And... Um, there's a, or you could see it in other individual sounds, and there's um, I have a book from that um a bi- biography of this uh very um very like intellectually established uh uh man, man with synesthesia, and um he can learn new languages really fluently really easily mm. in a few weeks wow. because of um using that ability. Because he's also he's also an autistic servant as well. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there's lots of so it can be can be very variable and have many different impacts in your life depending on what it is. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. Because mm. um, I think Veronica and I were talking about before the show started, um, and it was also on the YouTube video that I posted on the Facebook page about synesthesia, and they were mm. saying how um, with taste. So with um, I think I think it's words. Words. words to taste or yes. something. Um, yeah, words to taste. And yeah. so, like something like college would taste like sausage. Sausage, yeah. <laughs> and then message and would then, taste very similar because of the edge at the end of the word. Yeah. yeah. And then there was another one. Jail tasted like cold hard bacon. Yeah. <laughs> so it's bizarre. <laughs> and then I was watching something else on YouTube, and they were, they were saying that they didn't like the day of the week Tuesday because it tasted like rotten fish. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> So I reckon that like would impact your life a little bit having yeah. having mm. words mm. that like if you have you know bad taste in your mouth and you hear these words yeah. you'd be like oh I hate Mondays it's horrible <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> yeah, there's knows. an excuse not to go to school yeah yeah so I think mm. the next thing um I want to discuss is 
uh, the misconceptions? Because you said to me before we did the show that there's a few misconceptions about synesthesia. Mm. Like, um, I guess, uh, yeah, going back to um, the guy over the biography of, like, you see, like, the amazing things you could accomplish using um, this, using this condition, and but it isn't always the case. I'm not going to suddenly be this amazing musician because of it. Mm. Like, there actually isn't any... Um, like connection seen between people who have um, sound sound color synesthesia and musical ability, ability or perfect pitch or anything like that. Yeah. For example, um, though I do really appreciate music. Yeah. And mm. immensely, and um, I do, and I have attempted doing music and so like that, and it can give people a vested interest in it. Yeah. It doesn't mean it gives them a natural ability. Mm. Um. It uh does I did it, I know though it is um kind of fueling my desire to for our study film to want to work more on music videos since I believe maybe I'd be able to kind of put a bit of my color into the music videos and have people see a little bit of what I see yeah I think would be really cool it would um, be awesome that's mm, a great idea fascinating yeah, yeah. it would be pretty amazing um I guess also yeah like a so there's a misconception of or I can do amazing things because of it. Secondly, that um, it's something that is just this kind of cool party trick. <laughs> like, since, like, um, when I was a... And a reason why I, I kind of stopped talking about it after um, when I was fairly young, say, in primary school, um, if I kind of mentioned anything along those lines, you know, the kids would be like, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And, mm. uh, and one, if, like... It's one very overwhelming, and secondly, you know, it could easily fall short expectations and be accused of lying or yeah, like so many yeah. different things, and um, and so and it's like not like I can just kind of one yeah, it's a bit overwhelming just kind of to on demand mm. and be able to kind of interpret it. Yeah, yeah, and I can't, and I'll get I'll get to that a bit more, um, and uh, like uh, I know there's more I can put on this topic. But yeah, it's just a. Uh, I think um, when people think from it can get be something that does get in the way. Yeah. yeah. Of, of doing what I need to do because it yeah. does require energy to be like, all right, um, right, I've got to move all this blue out of the way so yeah. then I can like focus on like what writing this essay or something, for example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, just like per chance or say if I am at a concert and I even though I'm really enjoying it if I am a little bit stressed at the time it might become a bit o- overwhelming yeah yeah mm. okay so it's so, really yeah. fascinating mm. yeah so um I'll have more I guess more qu- questions and more things to discuss but we'll should we go mm. to the next song yes all right I'll go to a song I, I just I I completely. Well, I just got a reminder of this song the other day, and it's made me really happy that I have um, remembered it. Um, Uptown Joel. Um, Uptown Joel. <laughs> Uptown Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. <laughs> Excellent. All right. In right. scene ninety point seven. To scene 90.7 raised the platform. That was Billy Joel's Uptown Girl. We are currently talking to Chris about synesthesia. Um, what, oh, sorry. <laughs> when did you know you had it? When I know I had it. Um, I'm pretty sure, well, I knew that, yeah, I was still, it's kind of always around. Mm. Like, I, um, 
I think it was maybe, yeah, it was probably when I was in, um, but when I realised, oh, I had this kind of thing going on, it was about um, early primary school. Um, because um, I, but in primary school early on, I did get bullied a lot for lots of other reasons. And that was kind of another thing they could kind of jab at when I, I mentioned that. And so I let, mm. gave, gave, kind of gave a reason to go, all right, let's not talk about this. Yeah. So yeah. ended up being something I actually didn't end up mentioning, not even too really to my mum. Really? Yeah, because I kind of got um, shut down for like so much stuff in school that it was kind of, I had all this other stuff to really deal with. Oh, so talking yeah. about that was like, um, oh, I'm, I kind of see these interesting things. Huh. But but also it wasn't until I went entered into high school. I did actually was because it was um, this um, experience that was like this extra thing that was a lot going on. I was always easily stressed out by school. Um, I found it too overwhelming to really listen to music at all. Mm. So I tended to kind of avoid it. And not be a, like around music at all. Um, yep. So um, it uh, meant that I didn't really kind of explore it until I entered my teens. So, um, and then I realised, oh, that's it could be this word synesthesia. Oh, okay, cool. So, and that was, um, but it's I guess also once I found out about it, I still didn't see the reason to really. I didn't see the reason to really talk about it much at that point. Because yeah. it be because um like say for example I also um diagnosed on an autism spectrum, and that was something worth talking about because something I could, um without people's help I can help manage and work with and get the most out of my say my education experience for example and mm-hmm. um and know how to work with people best socially and so on and so forth if there's like lots of talk about it and lots yeah. of information, um but the synesthesia I didn't I know for for example there are methods and ways of able to actually um um lessen it and make them go away but wow, i really yeah like um and there's also tests to like uh diagnostically assess it and so on but i didn't see the point yeah um because i i mean it'd be kind of cool to make maybe be you know part of the um be part of like kind of maybe a community or something but it didn't really seem like something I needed to do. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like, well, okay, it's not like it's um a giant green slab on my face, so yeah. I don't have to, like, um, like justify it to anyone I can see. Because, yeah, it is an, it's an in- invisible thing. So yeah. it's like, well, okay. So you can hide it from people. Yeah, it's not, it's not really hide it, just, like, omit it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and I suppose around people who I'm already comfortable around. Mm. So, yeah. But, um, but I guess on the flip side, it means that when I do talk about it, I I do, I, I guess I'm more nervous talking about it than I would be than say, I was uh, like say my autism because I'm used to already talking about that and working around that. With this, I guess I, yeah, there is a bit more like people could be like, say if they question it or um push me with it i would still a bit i'll easily feel a bit more personally about it yeah mm. yeah yeah but um which leads to something that i think you maybe mentioned before mm. or might ask me but um about the uh, stigmatism yeah because yeah, yeah. um 
Alex has found out that one of her favourite artists has yes. synesthesia, and I thought, um, and he wrote, you know, that, oh, I've delved really deep into this article. Hmm. And then it was a very light article, and so I thought maybe he doesn't feel comfortable talking hmm. about synesthesia. And then I thought, well, maybe there's a stigmatism on it, yeah. you know, to make people not feel like they can openly talk about it. Mm. I guess because, yeah, I feel like they're, like for me personally, what I fear about it, about um, what people might might think, and they might think that uh, you know, that I'm that I'm lying. Like as a kid, that's what I a lot I got a lot of. Yeah. Um, that uh, or I guess uh, that I'm actually hallucinating instead, or like you know that um, that yeah, or some other um, mental illness or something that imply that would that because that implies that justifies me lying. Like there's. Or like some other neurological problem. Like there's just mm. so many different things. When it's kind of like I know what causes this. I've I've established this myself. Okay, if I do this, like I get kind of colours like that. Like yeah. it's not like this random, seemingly random thing. Mm. And and one thing I find actually find really interesting is when I um dream, even if there is music, I don't get it. Okay. I find it really interesting. Really? Well, it's like I when I dream, I'm an able body in my dreams. Like I've yeah, never, there's too. never, I think I've had like two dreams where I've actually been in a wheelchair, hmm. but all my other dreams, I'm just walking like a normal person. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I guess like I just, yeah, you just go, because it isn't real stimuli Yeah. from, for me, I, so I kind of rationalise, I guess. Yeah. Do you think that, um, like, the stigmatism of, like, you know, you could be lying or you have to, like, prove it is because no one really talks about it? Because I didn't even know that synesthesia was a thing until, I think, last year when we originally were going to... Because this is a long time coming, this show. Oh, yes. This was meant to be on... um, We were having a... um, what week was it? Sensory week. Sensory series. Sensory Mm. series. And so we were going to have someone come in and we were going to talk about it. And this was, like, a good year and a bit ago or maybe a year ago yeah about or a that, couple of good few months ago anyway mm. maybe not a year but <laughs> like a good while ago so yeah. it's, it's good to be I finally didn't know about, about it about until it. like a month ago yeah, yeah when like, we started talking about this show mm, i think also yeah i guess yeah it would be a mission because like the fact is yeah like i don't really i guess the, the reason because apparently it affects one in 150,000 people yeah. Really? So yeah. that's kind of common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is the different types of it as well. Like mm. there's a type where you more, like for example, my type is um, you visually, there is there is a sense of seeing it in front of my eyes, but I can distinguish it between the fa- between like say the actual objects in front of me. Um, there's there's also um, associative um, synesthesia, which is like you kind of would hear something and you think, oh, yeah, I could definitely imagine that being an orange song. Mm. Like, you just kind of feel that way. Yeah. Like, rather than um, kind of seeing the orange. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. That's amazing. That is fascinating. Mm. So, and I think that there is a uh, fair chunk of more people who kind of have that than the um, more, um, I guess, literally in your face kind, for example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it'd be interesting because when I um, 
like whether knowing people when they realized they had it because I, I, I googled it and um, I found out that it's an actual it's a trait so it's mm. like it's not a condition or anything it's just like having blue uh, blue hair like having blue <laughs> eyes that's just you. like Marge Simpson yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> no, like it's like having blue eyes or like brown hair it's just a trait so mm. you know it's you're just born with that trait mm. so I think it would be really interesting um, you know because you're saying how you didn't even tell your, your mum about it when you kind of first realise mm. how many people out there actually have synesthesia, like a form of synesthesia, and don't even know it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like there's probably an immense amount. And yeah. maybe there's also the um, – and some people might, might even just, like, just put it down to, oh, that one experimental time in, like, a uni or something. Yeah. Like, there could be so many mm. – um, not that I, I don't condone those behaviours. Um, yeah. So <laughs> – I like there's so many things you could say about like oh I'm trauma down or something else and it's actually oh you have synesthesia yeah mm. and I feel like it's something that like for creativity that creative creatively sorry words yeah. um, <laughs> that you can really use to um, like benefit any endeavors you make like. Mm. Um, whether I mean like directly making art or like in help you better problem solve or like even take notes or it lots from like say because I know I'm it makes me aware that I'm a really visual person using a book with lots of colors in it arranged in like in colored ways is much e- easier mm. than say just having lots of you know the blue and black pen all along the alongside the page yeah like yeah so so like there's lots of reasons why it would be useful for you to know yeah yeah it's a good way to learn about yourself yeah it's very Mm. fascinating i'm really enjoying this topic i think we should go to the next song though yes (laughs) and we'll discuss more about synesthesia Mm -hmm. uh so what is the next song on your playlist next song is um one, this one is really, I was really, oh, this one's an Australian choice, actually. Oh, nice. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. So uh, their name's um, Trash, McSween- Trash McSweeney, sorry. They're mm. the lead vocalist and guitarist of The Red Paintings. Oh, and, nice. And they, interesting, that they said they see, like, sh- chord structure as colour. Wow. Oh, wow. What? That is yeah. so That's really interesting. interesting. So I guess that's a more musical one than just yeah. a sound. Yes. Just sound. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll give it a play. You are mm-hmm. on Sin 90.7's Raise the Platform. Yes, and the song mm-hmm. is You're Not One of Them. You are back on Sin 90.7's Raise the Platform. And Chris, what song was that we just heard? Um, that was You're Not One of Them by The Red Paintings. Excellent. Um, the lead singer and um, guitarist have um, colour chord progression, um, colour synesthesia. Yes, so. and during that song we worked out that uh, Tucker has something similar. Mm. Or that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he, um, when he has a chord progression, he can either see the colour or feel the colour. Mm. It's really interesting. Wow, so people who yeah. don't know who Tucker is, he is uh, one of the members of The Fundamentals, but he's also doing his solo stuff, and he's a hip-hop artist. He's pretty awesome. Mm. So uh, back to this discussion about synesthesia. Um, I like to talk now about mm. like the good and the bad of synesthesia because mm. I can imagine having um, you know it being so overwhelming that it might cause things like um, anxiety. Yeah, um, I think I'll go with the pro- with the cons first, and I'll move to the pros. Yeah, um, the yeah the cons are like that 
Yeah, because um, it, my my me and kind of manage how I um, work through my synesthesia in everyday life depends on say how stressed I am and like what my mood is and environmental factors. So, mm-hmm. if, so if I'm already rather stressed, then I do feel the I guess feel see the colours more intensely mm-hmm. um, because I'm, I'm have less kind of like brain space and energy to manage it. Mm-hmm. So um, that means say um, I would easily like really startled by um, like say a car honking at me or mm-hmm. something Ooh, like really? that. Yeah. Like um, either like in the kinds when I've already been a bit wound up and stressed, like and a car bits at me, I would like start something like. The, my vision would just be like a like a flash of color as well and that can be rather startling when you're trying to cross a road Um, (laughs) so um and there would be yeah another kind of situations where like say if you're at a bar or club or somewhere else or a concert where it's very loud and lots of background noise it can be hard to pick apart what the actual talking yeah um especially when you know there's even if there's actually no music playing just lots of people talking eventually blends into each other and, and becomes you can't distinguish it from like speech and actual noise yeah because i don't get it from actual words i can understand which is interesting from i can interpret that differently yeah but when i can have trouble distinguishing that then um it has a bit i have a bit more trouble Mm. Um, yeah. Um, and, uh, and like say, yeah, there's been a couple of times and I've not been, I've been a bit more stressed out and I go to a concert and it's yeah too much for me, um, sensory wise. Yeah. Really? And I kind of, I have to just step out and it's like, I can't, I can't be here. I can't do this mm. and need yeah, to just have a break. Mm. But, um, but it's like, kind of like. It's like, but in a way, I can feel like, well, I get more out of it being at the concert, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, okay. It's like, well, it's a price I pay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess uh, and on, I guess more on the positive side, it means that I wouldn't get such a deep appreciation of music without it. I know that. Mm. Um, in a way that I can't really, I guess I can't really describe almost. Like, it's just, I can say like it's, Oh, this color, this song's more red, or this is more has more green dominating in it. But like um, the red painting song, um, they actually they actually have a fair bit of red in their songs. I'm like, oh yeah, you you, you named yourselves white pretty well actually. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you hear certain artists, do you associate them with certain colors, for example? Yeah, I feel that. Um, for me, I feel that. Uh, and like a good artist, they find what color works best for them, and they kind of you can tell that's what they um have like they base their art on. Um, uh, they use they would wield every color at some point or another, depending on what they want to do. But they have something that that they they they've set themselves in and are confident in, and um. But where and you can you can tell the difference say between someone who's still learning where they're still kind of you know have trying out all the different paintbrushes yeah. in a bit more yeah so it's kind of interesting being able to kind of um and I'm able to kind of tell like say if I am hear someone's really early stuff I'm like oh I can kind of tell the difference it's cool that's awesome yeah um 
But uh, and it's kind of I want I wish I'd be I was able to kind of describe that better, and um I feel the only way I could is like say if I got into say, um kind of a glitch art animation thing and got good at wielding that and after effects or something, but I'm not very good tech technical wise yet. Yet, yeah, <laughs> you get I'll get there. Um, um, otherwise, it's just, yeah, I, I feel it also that having that different perspective is just very good for appreciating art in general. Yeah. Appreciating kind of different people's perspectives in general. Um, because... It, because I know I have a very different perspective than not that pe- I know and I know at heart that like not everyone's gonna fully get it and I'm like and it's like okay that's okay yeah and it kind of gives me a bit more live let live okay I know not everyone's going to I won't understand everyone's perspective on the world whether it be like something to have an opinion on or some way to live their life or anything like that mm-hmm. and it's like okay well yeah I understand where you're coming from because I you know I have I have something like that too yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's a good way to be. Mm. So, um, I know you said before that you never, you, you didn't really feel a need to have like, um, I guess a community. But do you know anyone now with synesthesia, mm. or are you still? Um, not that I, I guess because it's as I said before, it's not something I super talk about, mm. and because as we mentioned before, in the stigma, it isn't really brought up yeah. and talked about. Um, it's a topic I might have met. I probably have met someone. Yeah. I probably have and but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's but it's kind of like um like it is something I might I'll probably like um duck my head in and check it out. Yeah. At some point. I I I could definitely imagine myself doing that. I think if I when when if I get around to it. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, but it that's but it does sound I don't know, it'd be cool though. It would be I reckon it'd be interesting like mm. you know, cuz they I guess maybe mm. correct me if I'm wrong. Um mm-hmm. like you know have similar or say similar views. Is that a silly thing to say? Like yeah, like I guess you know understand things that you, that you understand cuz they have gone they they go through it as well. No, yeah, I could definitely um understand that like you know, you you'd have things you'd always like you'd have complaints about from um, being in a wheelchair, for example. Like yeah. I've seen you guys, like you know, having the disability around, it and your guys are like, yeah, oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I can maybe um, conceptualize that, but I haven't been in that situation, obviously, because mm. I'm not in a wheelchair. Um, yeah. So, have that would. Um, so I could I could definitely imagine that, and that would be nice. But I guess on the other hand, it's. Um, like say with also the overwhelmingness and anxiety from stepping out of the um needing to step out of a concert for example I could kind of um uh attribute that slightly to my autism as well maybe mm-hmm. as a little bit okay. so it's like kind of there is a little bit of an overlap of um uh conditions that so I could kind of get support with that from people I know who have autism as well. Yeah. So it's so I feel like I'm kind of have some coverage already. 
Yeah. But I do have a collaboration support for otherwise I'm neuro I'm neuroatypical, neurodiverse more like. Um so so it's not like, you know, I'm just completely out in the cold. Yeah, because well, I'm not. good. No, no, no I'm, if you like saying it's a four, I'm like, yeah, I, do, I am supported, guys. It's okay. Oh, good. <laughs> Let's support you anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we're all hold hands yeah. and group hug. Yeah. Um, traits. Um, I'm always up for hugs. Oh, good. <laughs> well, I think we should go to our next song because mm. uh, I think we're – what time is it? We're getting mm. closer and closer um, to the end of our show. I think um, it is worth worth pointing out though that um, oh yes. if you um, if you if there isn't anyone on air who do, does need support though, there is um, definitely resources out there. Like um, you can contact Beyond Blue on one three hundred double two four six three six or the Kids Helpline at one eight hundred double five one one eight zero zero. And there's also Lifeline also just in case is a. Uh, mm. One three one 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 four. Yes. So we'll go to the next song on the playlist mm-hmm. that you've made for us. Yes. This is this is the one I was most excited about finding out about. Um, and like made me feel a little cool. Um, yep. Is a uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And um, she didn't really know about it herself at the time like um from who's her niece like talking about it kind of retrospectively yeah and her and her niece called it like having an extraordinary sensitivity or extraordinary imagination okay yeah and it's like maybe yeah it's like it's nice kind of knowing oh cool i'm like marilyn (laughs) (laughs) so there it goes it goes to prove that there are people out there who have it who don't know Mm. exactly so this is um done sorry girls best friend you are on Sydney Monroe with Diamonds are a girl's best friend. We are talking all things synesthesia, but we're getting close to the end of our show. But before we leave, we are going to talk about a few people, famous people who have synesthesia. Yes. So uh, we've so far we've heard all the people in our playlist have had some form of synesthesia. Mm-hmm. There are other people that we have not mentioned. Mm. Um, one of those people is uh, Jeffrey Rush, who I was pretty surprised about yes. no way yeah mm-hmm. so um, what about you guys did you i think um one that we we mentioned we we talked about before the show started that we found really interesting was um stevie wonder oh yeah. yes yeah especially yeah. since yeah he has um color sound synesthesia also and but but he's been blind since, since birth, birth. Yeah. i've been blind since birth and um, when we're talking about it i was thinking but how does that work? Mm. I think how do you hear music and see color when you cannot physically see color in any other way? Mm. I think maybe um, because well, your the brain would still have that part that could see color, perhaps. Mm. Maybe. So um, maybe the music activates that center. Yeah, mm. yeah, that could. That's how it works. Yeah, like mm. it's about it, it stimulates you like multiple sensory outputs. Yeah. That is interesting. Mm. I find that amazing. Mm. Like mm. that's really cool. I just mm. found it. Biz- I find it really bizarre. Yeah. Mm. But like, mm. um, yeah, it just it's, it's cool that he he's blind, but he doesn't quite miss out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just really fascinating. Pharrell mm. yeah. Williams has the same sensation mm. as well. Yeah. Does mm. he have that? Does he have that that same form? Yeah, um, yeah, the yeah. color sound. Yeah, most most of the musicians I'm I've mm. noted they they do have color sound. Yeah, because um, 
they, well, they might have additional ones, but it's mostly color sound because that kind of makes sense that will encourages them to enter it. Mm. And yeah. um, however, there are some painters who they might have color sound as well. Yes, um, I think Vin- what does Vincent Van Gogh? Yeah, have? yeah, Vincent Van Gogh. And um, yeah. oh, yeah, go sorry, oh, Van Gogh. Well, could, could be Gogh. I, I it could be I anything. Know. I don't know. I think there's I, different ways to like yeah. say his whole name. To mm. be honest, yeah. that's the last part of it. But <gasps> sound and color is that the most common form? No. Oh, okay. Oh, it's kind of like the most common is a toss. Uh, it's a toss up between sound color and um, like graphene color and graphene. So letters. Okay. Because um, hmm. I was watching something on YouTube and I heard about a form in which you touch an object but you you hear a sound. Mm. And I, we were talking about this and I was thinking, wouldn't that just be creepy? Mm. <laughs> if you're not used to it. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds a bit scary and a bit spooky. Well, I guess like, hey, if, like, I guess if you suddenly... If you suddenly, um, when the next song came on, you started suddenly seeing colours, you'd be spooked as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, what's that? Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, I'm not used to this. <laughs> like, um, and yeah. I think another person that we were surprised to have synesthesia was Kanye West. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a huge fan of his music. Same. No. I'm not really a huge fan either. Like, And I'd be, I'd be interested to see what colours he's... Music is because mm. he's just his music doesn't do anything for me at all. I reckon no. they'd be, <laughs> do you reckon they'd be harsh colors? Maybe they're a bit harsh. Um, oh, this is just a right of me because one of my old housemates was uh, they he he ha- he hated Kanye West so much that him and his friends made a fan club, a get like kind of a satirical. Cl- fan club about him, and but then they accidentally became real fans of him. Oh, oh wow! In the process, <laughs> I don't know. Karma. That doesn't make happened. any sense. I don't know how that worked, <laughs> but uh, I um, so I ended up hearing his music a fair bit enough that it kind of I adjusted. Um, yeah, and um, I kind of because of how it's produced and processed, I find it it's a bit smoother than say, I don't know. Um, can't think of any. Um, don't listen to pop enough to be able to just pull one out of my mouth. But um, but yeah, like I guess there's different. But I feel like even though I've tried in the past to be like, oh, you know, people with synesthesia, do they make a certain type of music? Different people who don't have it. But you say so just look, but it's it's not the case at all. You can't yeah. really like you look at just look at a basic list on on um like Wikipedia and you see in from rock artists like um. Um, Van Halen to people like Billy Joel to Marilyn Monroe to Charlie XCX yeah. to Kanye West. Like <laughs> everyone's just completely different. Everyone makes completely different music. Yeah. yeah. Lady Gaga as well. Really? Yeah. She has synesthesia? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, yeah. I um, like it even more now. <laughs> unfortunately, we have come to the end of our show. Oh, sad face. Um, but we, we're going to have a special show next week because uh, it's going to be Easter, so a lot of us are going to be away, so we're going to have a pre-recorded show. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. I've been uh, working on it a little bit, so um, get ready for that for next week. We're going to have um, an interview. We're going to do a crossover with uh, Soapbox with Lee from uh, Canberra, um, and she has an interview that she's done, so you'll hear that interview next week. 
Uh, and guys, let us know if you enjoyed our show and if you have any ideas of what you want us to do shows on for for next season because this season is, qu- you know, quickly escaping us. Mm. Um, so you can catch us on Twitter, which is RTPSYN, or you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um also, we discussed last week, uh, not on air, but we uh, talked with the girls about maybe doing a Instagram. So Ooh. if you guys think that's a good idea, let mm-hmm. us know. Chuck us a message. Mm-hmm. We'd like to hear from you. All right, well, that's it for us. That was our show on synesthesia. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening. Please listen in to us next week, Saturday, 4 to 5. We will see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.